welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. I want to continue on the subject of the anointing. And yesterday we was talking about the prophet Elijah, how he had uh, built the altar altar, and uh, the fire fell and it consumed the wood, it consumed the the meat, it consumed the stones, it consumed everything and licked up the water that was in the trench. And then the people of Israel fell upon their face and said, the Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God, because the fire fell. And I had discussed that we need to have the fire of God falling in our church services in these last days. And what the fire of God does, it burns up the desire for other things. We got to have fresh fire in our heart. We got to have fresh oil, a fresh anointing in our lives each and every day. Because when we do, it keeps us tuned in and there are no other gods that can creep in. Let's go now to uh, 1 Kings 18. Verse 40, And Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal, do not let one of them escape. So they seized them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and executed them there. Now what the fire of God will do also in the anointing, it will take all the things in your life that are not from God, and it will execute them. If you stay full of the Holy Ghost and full of the Word, then the things that try to creep in religion, the things of the devil that will try to creep in, you'll recognize them automatically and you'll put them to the wayside and say, I'll no longer walk in that. And I'll take them at, down to the river and execute them. In other words, you can speak to those things and they'll have to leave. We have to stay full of the word, full of the anointing, full of the power of God. Be filled with the Holy Spirit over and over and over so that we can walk in the fullness and true walk with God. Amen. It will get rid of the dead works out of your life as well. A lot of times we are doing dead works, things that don't mean one hill of beans to to anybody or anything. We go through all these motions instead of serving God with our whole heart. Amen? We have to serve him with our whole heart. He wants, our, he wants all of us, not just part of us. He wants all of us. And that's what happens when we, we seek after the anointing. We seek after the power of God. We seek after the word of God and, and put that first place. Then what happens is... All these other things, they fall by the wayside and the desire for other things, it leaves. They just go. They leave. When you feel like you're getting away from God just a little bit and it creeps in slowly, then sometimes we have to say, Father, I repent of that and I'm asking you to fill me fresh with the Holy Ghost again today. Teach me your word like you never have before. Make me more hungry for you than I ever have been hungry in my entire life. And Father, I speak to all those things that are coming against me and hindering my walk with you. And I say you have to go. 
I will not allow those in my life anymore. They'll try to creep in, and you have to recognize them, but the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, if you'll listen to him, he will teach you. And ask him for the anointing to come upon you to help other people. Desire those gifts. Want those gifts. It's not there. The gifts are not just for preachers. When it was written, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 14, 1 Corinthians 14, he didn't say that only preachers can have the gifts of the Spirit. He said, desire you the best gifts. And the best gift is the one that's needed at the time. And the Holy Spirit will give you unctions on the inside that he wants to use you in that area. But we have to stay full of him to recognize that. And it doesn't mean you have to be in a church service. He can use you all the time. I'll give you an example. I was driving down the street one day. And uh, I heard, and uh, I usually go a different way. This was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I usually go a different way, but the Holy Spirit said, go this way. So I turned real quick and went down a different street, stopped at a stoplight, and I heard a man screaming. I said, oh, my goodness, what is that? I seen somebody jump a little small fence about two feet tall. It was made out of rock. And he came over there and stopped right in front of my car and started making all these weird noises and screaming at the top of his voice. And I could tell the man was demon-possessed. Well, that's the reason the Lord led me that way. So the anointing came upon me powerfully. And it rose up in my heart. And the Holy Spirit said, speak to that devil until it has to come out of it. So I spoke to it and it had to leave. I said, devil, in the name of Jesus, you'll turn loose of him and you'll never enter to anyone else again. Then he ran off. I said, Lord, how do I know that uh, he got delivered? He said, I told you to do it, didn't I? He said, yes. I said, yes, uh, you did tell me, Lord. He said, did the anointing come upon you at the time? I said, yes, it did, Lord. It came upon me. He said, I told you what to do. The anointing came upon you. You acted upon what I told you to do. And he said, it happened. I said, wow. It was awesome because, you know, we just have to obey the Holy Spirit and do what he tells us to do at the time. I wasn't in church, but I was praying in tongues all day long, going down the road and communing with him and talking to him all day and listening to the word. Tuned into the spirit of God, and then I was so I was sensitive enough to listen to what he told me to do and go to where I needed to be at that time. That's what we have to do. Listen to him and go and do what he tells us to do at the time. And then things happen when we obey what he tells us to do. Just like he told Elijah to go. And when he went and built the altar and he did what God told him to do, the anointing came upon him. And then he did what God told him to do and the fire fell, didn't it? It consumed all everything in the altar, licked up all the water in the trench. It was a sign and a wonder and a miracle. God will perform signs and wonders and miracles through you if you'll only believe. But you have to believe that he will use you. Then if you look at uh, 1 Kings, it said that uh, Jezebel told Elijah that she was going to kill him. She says, I'll do to you what you did to them. And Elijah ran. Well, he stood up to 450 prophets of Baal and to King Ahab when the anointing was upon him. But after the anointing left, then he was not the same man anymore, was he? He became 
a natural man but when the anointing of god comes upon you you're no longer a natural man but you're a supernatural anointed man of god just like jesus was he was anointed by the holy ghost and he didn't his ministry didn't start until he was anointed by the spirit of god and we have to walk in that the church today needs to rise up and say, I am anointed by the Holy Ghost. I am full of him. I am full of the word. And I can do what God says I can do. And I am who God says I am through his word. Amen. Then it happened in the meantime. Let's talk about Elijah again. That the sky became black and the clouds and the winds and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab brought away and went to Jezreel. Well, Elijah prayed upon the mountain. He said, you could see a cloud as size of a man's hand. It hadn't rained for three years, but when he prayed, it happened again. Because the anointing, the gift of special faith was in operation. And uh, there was another miracle because it rained when Elijah asked him to. He said, he asked the Lord for rain and it came. Amen. So we have to understand that miracles, signs, and wonders can happen in your ministry just as much as it did in Elijah's because we're born again. Elijah was a prophet anointed by the Holy Spirit, but we're children of God when you're born again and the Holy Spirit not only comes upon you, but he lives inside of you. We have a new and better covenant that's established on new and better promises. Amen. We don't need to live our life in defeat, but we have to live it in victory. And the way to have that victory is to walk in the fullness of what God's word says and walk in the fullness of the anointing that the Holy Spirit puts upon you on every believer, not just upon preachers, but upon everyone that believes there are special anointings that come upon pastors, prophets, evangelists, apostles, teachers, evangelists. There are anointings and there are special giftings for those to operate, but they're not the only anointings and not the only gifts that God gives people. He wants every person on the face of this planet that's born again to operate in the Word of God and in the anointing. There is no difference. You're the same child of God. You're the same part of the body of Christ. There's not one person in the body of Christ that's more important than another. The problem is we have been brainwashed into thinking that other people are better than we are. Then one is better than another. It's the same Holy Spirit that lives inside of you that lives on the inside of everybody. Every person has the same Holy Spirit. It's just up to you how much you will listen to him how much you will get into his word and walk in the fullness of what God has called you to do. That's the only difference. There are no other differences. You have the same opportunities of each and every person, no matter who you are, if you're born again, to do anything God wants you to do, if you believe. That's what the word says. It's not me saying, it's what God's word says. The anointing was upon Elijah, but the anointing is within us. And we can draw upon that anointing to teach us and to guide us. It's just like the day that, that we led that man to the Lord. The anointing was upon us and in us, but there was all kinds of things going on and on around us. It was like everything. I mean, it was like all hell just broke loose. 
but I had to put my focus on what God wanted me to do instead of all the distractions. Distractions will keep you away from the plan of God. They'll keep you out of the will of God. They'll keep you from doing what God wants you to do. And the distractions that were going on, all these phone calls were going on, all these things were going on in my family, and I knew about them. But I went and I followed what God told me to do. And I said, this is more important to get this man born again, to get delivered from the power of the devil. Then after that, I focused on the other things. And that's what we have to do. We have to focus on what God wants us to do at the time. Not upon what anything, not upon what goes on around us in the natural, but if we're intent on what goes on on the inside of us and pay close attention to that, then what happens is we follow after the Spirit of God instead of after the other things and after our flesh. And I have missed it before. And I've said, Lord, forgive me for missing it. And I say, if you'll give me that opportunity back, I'll go back and do it again. And you know what? He'll bring it back around and give me another opportunity to learn. And I have done that, and I've learned from him. And you can too. So don't feel bad if you miss it a few times, because that's how he teaches us too. There is no difference in any person in the body of Christ. Just rise up and take your place and seek after the anointing. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.